Hey, this is Mia, and welcome to Friends After College. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone's doing great. Um, So today's episode is going to be a little different from normal, one being that um, I am not recording at home where I normally do. Um, so it might sound a little bit different. Um, I'm just up in the mountains right now. So, and there's like a window open, so, uh, it might just sound a little bit different. Um, also because I was planning on posting a normal interview episode this week and I do have some great ones coming, but for some reason I've just been feeling really introspective and I felt like I needed to do this just to give some context to like where I am in my life, uh, as I create this podcast. Now, I do feel incredibly self-indulgent for doing a solo episode, and maybe that's just a me issue, but I think my biggest concern is that I don't want people thinking that I think I know a lot about the world or that I'm super wise or whatever. Um, The reality is I don't know a lot about the world, and I know that I don't, um, and no matter how hard I try to seem like I do, I know that I really don't. Um, you know, I'm incredibly privileged. I was pretty sheltered growing up and my life has been pretty easy in most respects. But, um, one thing that I do know about myself is that I'm very reflective and I think I have a pretty good read on my own emotions and other people's emotions. Um, I attribute a lot of that to just being a woman. Um, I think that we're a lot better about that, but, um, it's something that I, that's really important to me and to just who I am. Um, I'm also really into therapy and figuring out things about myself and like why I am the way that I am, especially with, you know, the parts that I don't love about myself and that other people don't necessarily like about me. And I'm constantly working to be a better version of myself while still being true to myself. And one of the most complicated things in that realm for me is friendships. And I've always said and believed that we are here on this earth to, you know, have relationships with other people and that community is essential to humanity. However, I do think that there were times in my life where I kind of took that too far um, and where I let other people in so much that I lost the ability to sufficiently care for myself. And since, you know, starting to work on that in therapy, I found myself sort of going so far the other way that I feel like I, in my adult life especially, have become a little bit selfish, and I'm working on that now too. Um, But still, for me, the most important parts of my life have always been my relationships with other people, whether that's family, friends, romantic partners, et cetera. And that's a huge reason why I started this podcast. So in all this introspection and existential crisis having that I've been doing lately, Um, I decided I wanted to share some stuff that I've learned about friendship throughout my own life. Um, I am not a big journaler simply because I feel like I can't be completely honest when I journal and I still present like this version of myself that I want other people to see when I journal. Uh, But for this episode, I forced myself to just sit down and write this shit out. And so many things came to me that I'd never really thought of before. Um, so yeah, without further ado, here are the five biggest lessons that I have learned about friendship during five major periods of growth in my own life. All right. So I have written down the five biggest lessons that I've learned about friendship throughout my life. Um, and I journaled about all of them. So I have some ideas of like 
what kind of plays into all of these realizations um, and lessons, but uh, this is going to be just kind of casual and me talking through some of them as I go. Um, So I would say the first biggest realization and lesson that I learned about friendships is um, just basically, why would you want to be friends with people who make you feel badly? And this came directly from my mom. Um, I think I learned this lesson in like first or second grade when um, I was in a class with two girls who um, I wanted to be friends with so badly. And they had like their own little squad of like interchanging people coming in and out. But it was the two of them that were just kind of like the popular girls. And I wanted to be friends with them so badly. And they just did not want to be friends with me. They would leave me out all the time, whether that was not inviting me to things or like leaving me out on the playground. And I, for whatever reason, I mean, I was six or seven. So that was the reason, but I just couldn't figure out like that. Those were just not going to be my people. And I was already a really sensitive child. I cried all the time, um, at school, at home, literally always, I still cry a lot, but not like I used to, it got to the point where my mom had to like take me to the school psychologist because I cried so much. It was not great. (laughs) But during one of my really bad days, I remember my mom and I were just like driving around our neighborhood after school one day because I was just inconsolable. I was crying so hard because they had left me out of whatever those two girls. And my mom said to me in so many words, Mia, why would you want to be friends with people who make you feel like this? And for whatever reason, that's what clicked. Um, I know that it's such an obvious lesson to learn, like you know, realizing that you don't need to, you shouldn't be, and you don't need to be friends with, try to be friends with people who make you feel badly. But it was a really important lesson for me to learn. And I think a lot of people actually don't learn that lesson until way later on in life. And it can be way more devastating when you're older to come to that realization. Um, But for whatever reason, that's what really stuck with me. And I took that wisdom. And um, in first and second grade, we had like the same class and the same teacher for both. And I made, I got really close with two of my absolute best friends in the world to this day, Beth and Hannah, um, in that class, the three of us just became inseparable from then on. Um, and I was just so lucky to have those girls and to still have those girls and to have a mom who was really tuned in and just kind of put that all in perspective for me. Um, and those two girls that were mean to me did not grow up to be mean people. Like they're perfectly nice, normal people, but you know, I think that they were just at a time in their life where they were popular and they enjoyed that power and they didn't want to be friends with me. So they weren't going to be friends with me. And that just happens sometimes. So, um, that's a lesson that even though I learned it when I was six or seven, I've really taken with me and it also led me to two of my absolute best friends in the world. So I'm really grateful for um, my mom for putting that perspective into my life. The second uh, lesson, biggest lesson that I learned was um, you attract the kind of energy that you put out into the world, especially with friendships. And I think I learned this in middle school. Um, And I like to say that middle school was like my peak popularity in terms of friendships, even though it really shouldn't have been because (laughs) my personality was like a two and my looks were like a negative five. Like I was so awkward and hideous. Um, but, uh, and looking back at, at middle school, me, I would hate her. Like she was so obnoxious. Uh, like I said, personality was a two, 
But I think what drew people to me and um, my friends, especially Beth and Hannah, was that kindness in middle school with girls and with guys, but just in general, was really hard to come by. And I mean, I'm sure middle school was a really rough time for a lot of people listening. It was a rough time for everybody in different ways. But yeah, a lot of girls at my school were just like mercilessly bullied throughout middle school. And I think they sort of saw us as like welcoming and open and kind. Um, And that was certainly at least the, uh, the energy that I was trying to put out into the world was that I was kind and I was... I was not one of the mean girls because I had been through the mean girl stuff in elementary school and I didn't want to add to that. Um, there were certainly times where that popularity then in middle school like got to my head and I probably wasn't always kind. But I think for the most part, I realized in middle school like that you do really attract the energy that you put out. And um, if there's a certain kind of person that you want in your life that you would like to have in your life, if you put out that energy, those people are going to come to you. And if on the flip side of that, if you put out inauthentic energy, if you present a, a version of yourself that isn't true, um, you're not going to find people that you feel most comfortable with. And that was something that I learned in middle school. And um, also a big thing that I think that I did in middle school that I'm now looking back proud of, but at the time it was like, really difficult was I stood up for people. If I saw people being treated badly, getting bullied, I was, I really liked (laughs) like sticking up for them. And unfortunately, because kids are horrible, horrible little demons, especially in middle school, I got like shamed a lot for that. And I would get bullied for standing up for other people. And I think that that's kind of bled into my adult life to where like with my friends and my own peers, I'm very non-confrontational because I think I still carry that sort of like fear of shame and rejection that I felt when I would get bullied for sticking up for people in middle school. But looking back on that, um, I'm really proud that I was a positive force for some people in middle school. And I got a lot of that energy right back. And um, my middle school experience because of that wasn't all bad. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was one thing that I've carried a lot as well throughout my life. Next was high school. And I think the biggest lesson that I learned in high school was uh, listen to your friends because you can learn a lot from them. Um, Going into high school when I was like 14, 15, I obviously was not a fully developed human. I was not very comfortable in a lot of my values and beliefs. I just like hadn't established them yet. And I had always kind of thought up until that point in my life that the biggest lessons that you learn in your life and the things that you learn, the people that you learn from most in your life are like the adults in your life. So your parents, your teachers, you know, mentor figures, et cetera. But I started to realize around that time that a lot of the values that I had kind of learned at home, um, especially when it comes to like socio-political issues, just didn't sit right with me. And I kind of realized like, I don't have to have all the same values and ideals as my parents. And my parents also didn't teach me about a lot of things. I feel like in high school, some of my really amazing friends were there to sort of fill in those gaps. And I learned a lot from my friends who cared a lot about social issues. And they kind of made me realize, you know, as obvious as this sounds, you can care a lot about things that don't directly affect you. And I was living in this bubble. And as I learned more about the world and how awful the world can be, my friends really sort of helped me figure out the fact that like, I can care about these things. And and some of those causes that they got me to really be interested in and care about are some of the things that I really care about now. 
And I just learned so much from my girlfriends in high school who were just way more uh, worldly and cultured than I was. That's humbled me a lot throughout my life, that lesson, just like learning from your friends and and not just assuming that everybody your own age obviously has the same experience as you or knows everything or that you know everything because you don't. And um, you can learn a lot from your friends. So that's something that I've carried with me from high school. Um, the next sort of phase of my life where I learned the most was college, obviously. And the biggest uh, lesson that I learned in college was that it's it's more important for me, at least, to have a few close friendships and connections than to have a bunch of less close friends, like a big friend group where you don't necessarily feel comfortable. And um, that kind of came over time in college because I think I, similarly to a lot of people, enter college thinking, okay, these are going to be the best four years of your life. Like everybody tells you, you're going to make a million friends. You know, you're going to make all your friends, your best friends for life. I joined a sorority right when I got to college. Uh, It was definitely sort of like what I would call like an aspirational group um, because I did not feel like I necessarily belonged there. I did not feel like I really fit in and I wanted to fit in. And after like a year in the sorority, even though I had made really great friends sort of elsewhere in college, at least in the sorority, I, I almost dropped out of it because I was like, everybody else has this big friend group that they've made in the house. And I don't have that. And clearly something's wrong with me. So I need to take myself out of the situation and figure something else out. And I did eventually stay in it. I made some really incredible friends for my sorority. But what I realized in college was like, I don't need to have a big group of, you know, 10 plus people that I call, you know, my friend group or my best friends or whatever to feel fulfilled in my friendships. And I actually much prefer finding really close connections. So I had a lot of friends in college, but in terms of like those really close connections, those people that you consider, you know, your best friends that are always going to be in your life that you can lean on no matter what. Um, having a few of those people is way more important than, to me than, you know, having a group of 20 girls to go out with at night. And that's okay. Like just because other people, you know, have these big friend groups. And I've also come to realize by talking to those people that it's not always great. And there's always a lot of drama and a lot of like falling out. Um, so I just kind of realized, yeah, I I don't necessarily need that in my life. And even in periods of my life where I do have that, I still make a point to find the people who I feel most comfortable with and closest with and really value those friendships more than anything. So that's something that I've also carried with me out of college. And I'm really, really glad that I did because my best friends from college are some of my just favorite people in the world. I still talk to them every single day. Um, and I think that if I had tried really hard to just like fit into a big friend group in my sorority, I absolutely would not have that coming out of college. All right. So that brings me to now, um, in my adult life, you know, being a year and a little bit out of college, um, and having made some great friends, uh, since moving to Denver, but, um, just sort of realizing that things are changing really fast and things change really fast in adult life. And, Um, people can come out of in and out of your life very quickly. And that brings me to my last realization and lesson, which is not everyone is going to be in your life forever and that's okay. And I've kind of come to that realization in a sad way of like sort of looking back on high school, looking back on college, looking forward towards the near future and seeing, you know, where people are going and who's moving and just how everybody's situations are changing and realizing just like how many people I've lost touch with 
that, um, you know, in the moment, whenever I was, you know, closest with them, I thought these are going to be my bridesmaids. Like these are going to be my friends for the rest of my life. Some people just aren't that anymore. And it's not that I had fallings out with those people. Um, it's not that we had like a friendship breakup. It's just that we drifted apart and, um, our situations changed, we changed as people, our values changed, the things that were important to us changed, you know, drifting apart isn't a crime and that's okay. Also with adult life, things change really fast. I have friends who are planning on moving in the next year and I also have to decide, you know, what, where I'm going next and what my next move is. And I don't have to figure that out right now, but, um, it is something that is going to happen and being able to, let go of this idea that everybody that's in, you know, really close to you at any given point in your life is going to be in your life forever. Um, it's a, it's really hard to come to that realization, but it's true for me. It's really difficult because I get really emotionally attached to the people in my life. I, like I've said, I place such high value on my friendships, on my connections with other people and, um, not having some of those people, in my life would be a really, really big loss. Sorry if you hear my dog running around, she's playing. Um, But yeah, that's just kind of this like sad realization that I've had, but it's also um, once you kind of accept that, it can be really freeing because um, I found that I have sort of resentment towards like myself or the people, those people that I'm not close with anymore. Um, But then I really think about it and it's not like anything went wrong. It's just that our situations changed and we changed and um, that's okay. So I'm not trying to try to end on like a negative note, um, but that's been a really important realization for me. And sort of with that, um, I was talking to my mom recently and she imparted some really great wisdom on me. That was, I don't know. I don't know how, how to explain it exactly, but like our generation is, it's the instant gratification. We just want things to go our way right away. Um, and the world is changing so fast and we're, you know, always wanting to change with it. And, um, we tend to think like, okay, if something's not going exactly the way that I planned it, exactly the way that I want, then I need to make some big major change and I need to make it fast. What my mom said is that like, there's nothing wrong with just letting things like take their time, just giving things time because, as you get older, when you look back on your life, each day, week, month, year is going to feel smaller and smaller. And even though, you know, a year living in Denver to me feels like a long time now, I know that when I'm, you know, 60 years old, looking back on it, it's not going to seem, you know, that significant of a, of a period of time. So especially with friendships, it's really okay to give things time. And it's really okay to just like take a backseat a little bit and, let things, let life just play out the way that it does and let these natural patterns of life take their course because they're going to one way or another and you're going to have to accept it one way or another. Um, And that's a big piece of wisdom that my mom has imparted on me with um, just this kind of like all these adult realizations that I've been having. So yeah, that's kind of it. Um, (laughs) I hope that, um, people listening to this can relate to it, um, can get something out of it. And, um, I, I try really hard to be vulnerable on this podcast, but like I've said, it's really hard for me to be like fully honest when to anything external, like to my friends, to a journal, to a podcast, whatever. Um, so I would love to have conversations with anybody who wants to talk about this stuff, 
because I've learned so much, but I know that I also have so much to learn and I want to hear what other people have learned throughout their lives and what they've gone through with friendships um, and sort of like where they're taking all of that into their adult life and how all of that plays plays into their lives now. Um, so thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. If you got to the end, I know that solo episodes, like I said, might seem a little bit self-indulgent, um, but I really enjoyed just kind of taking this as like an exercise for myself. And I encourage you all to do the same if you feel up to it. Um, if you're feeling introspective, if you're a journaler, all of that, um, it was, it was really great for me. So yeah, thank you all so much. And I will be back next week with a normal episode. Friends After College is an independently produced podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at friendsaftercollegepod. See you next week.